Welcome to the Sensualchemy School podcast, where we explore grief, pleasure, and the sometimes messy, always beautiful paradox that exists between the two. Here, as we center the experience of our wise bodies through the archetypal feminine, we ask, within a culture that perceives emotional, intuitive, and creative intelligence as inferior and avoids pain at all costs, what if grief were our compass and pleasure our medicine? My name is Kate Leeper, and I'm so grateful you're here. Hey there, lovely ones, and welcome back to the Sensual Alchemy School podcast. I'm Kate Leeper, psychotherapist and feminine embodiment coach, and I'm so happy to have you here. Today's episode is a little bit different, actually. It's a little bit shorter and it's kind of going to reveal, I think, some more about me and who I am. And uh, I really just wanted to share with you a bit of a reflective practice that I've been going through recently because I am soon to turn 40 and it feels significant. It feels like a really major milestone. And look, it seems it was only five minutes ago that I was turning 30, <laughs> home from almost four years traveling overseas. I was newly married and I was pregnant for the first time. And this past decade has been truly identity shifting for me, as I imagine it has been for most of you. And so I thought with my 40th birthday approaching, that I would take some time to reflect in what feels like a really powerful way. So where I love the idea of framing this reflection from a place of wisdom, maybe imagining, telling my younger self all of the things I wish I'd known that I do now. <laughs> well, instead, I realize that where I've absolutely accrued wisdom along the way, of course, you know, the past 40 years of life, there is wisdom that I have gained and that I'm proud of, but I feel like the more answers I have found <laughs> over time, the more questions they have evoked. And so really, I'm stepping into midlife knowing that I know nothing for sure. And the work is, I guess trying to be okay with that. So today I want to share less wisdom and more intention, more like a loving pledge to 80-year-old me, <laughs> a pledge to the woman I'm becoming, the work I'm devoted to, and the ripple effects that I hope to make. So here's 40 promises that I'm making to Kate, future me, at 80 years old, with the intention being that if I stay the course, I'll be looking back on a life that feels wildly satisfying and deeply beautiful, no matter the twists and turns that might arise along the way. And I hope that maybe in sharing this, there's something here for you too. And maybe that you'll even be inspired to do this same exercise. And if you do, I would love for you to share it with me. 
Okay, so here we go. 40 promises. Number one, I promise to put people first and money second every damn time. Number two, I promise to never stop dancing in some way or another. To always remember that dancing is a lifeline back to myself. I don't know why I always forget that that's the case sometimes. It's not until I'm actually doing it that I'm like, oh, yeah, (laughs) dancing, that makes me feel great. (laughs) Okay, number three, if I'm ever faced with a decision where both choices have emotionally painful outcomes regardless, then I promise to choose the path that honours my heart overall. So to ask myself, if I were really loving myself right now, which way would I go? Promise four, I promise to never, ever deprive myself of enjoying delicious food in favor of trying to look like some kind of sexy cougar with rock hard abs and a butt that hasn't been taken over by gravity. (laughs) Number five, and to that end, number five is a promise to never exercise just because someone says I should or because I loathe my body and I want to punish it for not being young and perky anymore. I promise to only exercise because I love how it feels and because I bloody well want to. Number six, I will buy off Etsy more than Amazon and generally watch whose hands my money goes into because that matters. Is it funding a white billionaire's lifestyle and underhanded violent attempts at world domination or is it funding a marginalised person, family or community to be safe, secure and to flourish? Right, number seven, I promise to try, try and embrace my wrinkles and grey hair. I won't always win at that (laughs) because it's fucking hard work to continually come home to self-love and compassion as I age with the media and big corporations doing their utmost to force us as aging women into shame. So we just keep buying all the products to try to keep us young. And so I want to say I'm sorry for the times that I will mess up here, but I reckon I will get there bit by bit. I, I am devoted to untangling myself from that cycle but it might just take some kind of, you know, yeah, some time with that. Number eight, moving on. (laughs) I promise to only get tattoos that (laughs) have been kind of like swimming around in my imagination and my desires for at least one year that only feel like I can't shake them, right? Like I just, they they just won't go away, these tattoo inspirations. And they feel like important inscriptions of devotion that remind me of who I am, where I come from and what I stand for. But what I cannot promise, however, is that Kate of 80 
will love them. So I'm really sorry in advance for that. Um, yeah, I guess I'll just hope that tattoo removal is effective if, uh, if I really, really can't get on board with the choice that I've made. Anywho, number nine, I promise that I will write at least one book, possibly a number of books, including poetry. I really want to write a poetry book. I've just said it. I've said it. But I do have plenty of time and that's okay. I feel like I'm kind of marinating in the book prospects. So the time will come and I know that it will be right and I will just go for it. Number 10, I promise that I will keep practicing self-trust as a daily commitment. So when it comes time to make brave, risky moves, my trust muscle is strong and I can take the path that leads me closer to wholeness. Sounds nice, doesn't it? (laughs) Number 11, I promise to keep saying yes to the wild, fun, pleasure-filled moments, even when I question, am I too old for this? The answer will be no to that and yes to wild pleasure. You heard it here, folks. Okay, number 12, I promise to go on a pilgrimage with my three daughters through our ancestral homelands, Scotland, England, Ireland, and Wales. And this will be rooted in reverence and understanding of the people and stories that we come from. I really want to soak up the good, the bad, and the ugly of this pilgrimage with my girls because I want them to really know the lands of their ancestors and the stories and carry that with them for life, you know, and and learn from that and hold that. Yeah, it's definitely a dream that I will be fulfilling. Number 13, I promise to learn how to garden properly, to invest time and energy into gardening and breaking this silly idea that I have that I'm not a gardener. I don't know where that came from, but uh, yeah, anyway, I'm done with it. Number 14, as a follow-up to that, I promise to stay curious about all those things that I've decided I'm not good at. So just to seize opportunities to learn new skills if they present themselves and to kind of, yeah, just push beyond the comfort zone, you know, follow those breadcrumbs, even if they feel like, oh, God, that's weird. Okay, number 15, I promise to see Beyonce live in concert one day. So far, the opportunity has eluded me, but it will happen. I will make it happen. She just needs to have one. Number 16, I promise to always lean into grief. That's a big call. I know it's a big call. That doesn't mean that like every single time grief wants to take me down, I just completely, you know, let the tsunami floor me. It's for me, I promise to befriend whatever grief wants to be known, even if that's just feeling into the edges and just welcoming that, but to really always be open to the wisdom that grief has for me and never to shut it out. Number 17, I promise to never allow anyone else to define what beauty means for me. And so when I see it or feel it within me and outside of me, I promise to drink it in and let it move me. Number 18, I promise to honour 
Sarah every single year when both the day of her birth and the day of her death roll around. She was my sister for 30 years in life and knowing her and losing her will forever shape the way I live. So there won't be, yeah, there won't be a significant date that rolls around in which she won't be fully remembered and revered and ritualized. Number 19, I promise to work tirelessly on and with devotion to my relationships. As long as I know and feel that the same energy is being reciprocated to me in return. And that last bit has kind of become really important to me lately. Yeah, just going to leave that there. Number 20. Oh, I promise to always choose great, fulfilling, consensual sex over empty, obligatory, takeaway sex, you know, like as opposed to the gourmet meal, just like the mackers of sex. I just feel like I did way too much of that. Anyway, so yeah, it's, uh, it's quality over quantity. Let's just say that. Number 21, I promise to never abandon my cervix ever again. And if you know me or you've been listening to this podcast, uh, you will know that cervix is my queen. And so, um, yeah, all hail the cervix. Number 22, I promise to continue to be a better ally to First Nations Australians and in fact, all Indigenous peoples everywhere, regardless of my own discomfort, just to really lean into that and just to continue to do better. Number 23, I promise to wear more sunscreen more often. Really, honestly, I must. And I have started to do that and I will continue. Number 24, I promise to model to my girls what it looks like for a woman to save herself rather than live a helpless life waiting to be saved. Cool. That one really like, yeah, I'm feeling the reverberations of that one. Number five, I promise to wear what makes me feel hot and sensual over what is more quote unquote acceptable for an aging woman. (laughs) Fuck that. (laughs) Number 26, I promise to celebrate other women and actively support the liberation of all women, regardless of color, ability, sexuality, or gender expression. Yes, indeed. Number 27, I promise to take regular social media breaks so my brain does not get completely fried and I remember who I am outside of the noisy online world. Yes. Okay. Number 28. Oh, I promise to create for the sake of creating and make creativity and art a priority without having to monetize it in order to justify it. Yes. Number 29, I promise to practice being okay with chaos and uncertainty. Practice is the key word, people. Without being in a hurry to make sense of everything or polish and tidy things 
that just don't or maybe won't ever make sense. Number 30, I promise to join an amateur musical theatre group (laughs) before I'm 50 and maybe even audition for a lead role. Righto, I'm putting it out there. (laughs) It's out there, said. Oh, my God, 31, I promise to take a ladies only, a best friends trip to New York. And I would like to also do that before I'm 50, but I'm, you know, that's okay. I'm not putting pressure on myself, but yeah, that has to happen. Number 32, I promise to read as much, if not more fiction than nonfiction. And I, I'm saying this specifically because I can really get hung up on trying to improve myself you know, I'm a bit of a seeker in that way. And so reading fiction is just like so beautiful and it feeds my soul. So I just want to do more than that, more of that. Sorry. (laughs) Number 33, I promise to work really hard to be the friend that people feel safe to be their whole selves around. Yeah. Feels really important for me. Number 34, Oh, I promise to be brave and always ask for feedback in order to be of greater service in my work. Okay. So I'm really kind of, yeah, I'm uh, exploring this at the moment. So even when I might not like the answer, it might even make me cry. It might make me question myself. It might, you know, kind of bring about this, um, Uh, I don't know, this sense of challenging my preconceptions of myself, I really am devoted to asking for feedback and reflections from those who I serve. And, um, yeah, I just feel like that's, um, that's integral to maturing our work and really showing up, um, in, in the ways in which really matter, you know, outside of ego. Right. 35, I promise to cherish my relationships with my three daughters as they come into their own full expression and always be open to their truth, even when it might conflict with mine. So when I'm 80, we can share an open, honest bond that we all treasure that, yeah, that feels just so important, really, really important for me. Number 36, I promise to always in one way or another, have an embodied spiritual practice and it doesn't matter what it looks like. It will of course change, but I promise to always show my gratitude to life by devoting to my own practices. Number 37, I promise to get more actively political in support of marginalised people. So not just speaking about it and kind of claiming that I stand for social justice and equality, but actually doing more about it and putting more of my money where my mouth is. 38, I promise to never, ever, ever stop eating cheese, yogurt or ice cream unless my life unequivocally depends on it. You heard it here. 39, I promise to try and develop the patience to complete an entire 1,000-piece puzzle and be one of those people who say 
how much they love the quiet, slow process of puzzles. I haven't quite got there yet. Okay. So um, yeah, it, it's a work in progress. <laughs> oh, and here we are. My God, number 40. Number 40. I promise that if I fail at all of this and I get to 80 with regrets, then I promise to be self-loving enough to forgive those times that I miss the mark, gracious enough to make peace with my own heart, even if it hurts, and thankful enough to know that I chose aliveness as much and as often as I could. And when I did, it mattered. Wow. Okay. So there you have it, my loves, as I approach my 40th birthday in a couple of weeks. They are my 40 midlife promises to my 80-year-old future self. It feels really big to have compiled and shared these. It feels, yeah, like such big claims and I just want to thank you for receiving them. But I guess I just, you know, I feel like if I get to 80, holy moly, what an incredible gift in itself. And if I get there, having fulfilled even half of what I've just shared, then there is a good chance that I'll die pretty happy. So I would love to know which ones really struck a chord with you and which ones would definitely be on your list of promises to your 80-year-old self and which ones are just not even like, yeah, you couldn't care less about. <laughs> Please let me know. I'd love for you to find me on Instagram at kate.leepa over at my website. Hit me up. Let me know. Let's chat about it. I really do feel like this exercise is so powerful when it comes to calling us into our boldest, most truthful lives. So yeah, if it's landed with you, please share it with anyone else that you feel um, might enjoy it and, and might be inspired to have moved through their own process. And as well, thank you so much to those people sending in um, reviews on Apple Podcasts. I love receiving them so much and just to really hear what's landing with you. And so please do keep them coming. If you haven't yet left a review, super easy to do that. Just click on the app and share with me um, why you're listening to Central Alchemy School and uh, yeah, and and what's been really supportive for you so far. Okay, friends. Thank you so much. Until next time, keep showing up and being brave. I am so cheering you on. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me today on the Sensual Alchemy School podcast. If you found this episode supportive or something landed for you here, please share it with your friends, family, and anyone who you feel might benefit. If you're loving this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts to ensure that we can keep bringing you the conversations you need. And if you want to connect, please find me at kateleeper.com or over on Instagram at kate.leeper. I'd love to hear from you.